Yo, what is going on? It is Thursday. We have so much stuff to talk about from yesterday. So we're going to give you a lightning round summary for the first time ever. Talking about an Apple Lamborghini. Does that make sense? It will in a second. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who Look, I be. It's been they a while since we bounced, man. If it's it once, no need to repeat. Yeah. Run up on me, watch it fall to your knees. It's Sit been a while dude, since we let the music roll for a second. I'm telling you, for those listening to the audio podcast, if you're if you're a guy and you roll up wearing a black flat bill with white lettering and it's a one one, there's only one option. You have to lean into the bounce. It's a one. And that's what Paul did today. <laughs> This is this was the test hat that they sent. the The art was supposed to be in black, and it came back in white, and uh, it couldn't fit Kyle's head. So I ended up with it in my office. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is great. Thanks, Lee's. Lee's comments love the music. I love that. Sometimes you just get a little bounce in your step, and it helps your day go a little bit better. We have a lot to talk about today. So much happened in the markets yesterday. Um, a couple fun stories, like we always try to cover. Um, but. I want to mention the fact that we completed the very first front-to-back full episode of Auto Collabs yesterday with our keynote speaker, featured speaker at Asotocon, Jim McKelvey, a co-founder of Square, the payments company, but get this, he's also the chairman of the St. Louis Federal Reserve, current yes. sitting. I was like... And, oh. and like a, a professional glassblower... For real, whose though. company, whose company <laughs> imports the most sand and glass in the U.S. into the U.S. <laughs> from everywhere else, and That's he, a, just a nuts stat. And he's working on a solution to make compostable diapers. Like the, the world's most interesting man. And we finished the full episode, and the format of that show is we, uh, Michael Cirillo and Kyle and myself, we we record a little intro. You know, we talk about the guest, and then we have the interview. And then after that, we give our thoughts on the interview. And so uh, we got all three of those pieces in place for Auto Collabs episode number one with Jim McKelvey. It's going to be released soon. Uh, subscribe on your favorite platform at autocollabs.com. And we can't wait to share it because this. I feel like this podcast is like a level up. Like I know it's a level yeah. up for me personally, but I think no I think the conversation is going to be a level up for the industry. So we're, we couldn't be more excited about that. Um, we can't. And you know, the, he is going to be featured at a SotoCon. If you don't have your tickets yet, uh, the the fire is ramping up. We are like forty four days out. I don't know how many days it's in the forties. Yeah. No. And yesterday we we put. Every speaker that we currently have confirmed, I think we're confirming like four or five more tomorrow. So I think the speaker list is over 55 at this point. We're just, we're making sure. And mm -mm. like when we said we want to get perspectives from across automotive retail and outside of auto retail. We weren't kidding. We meant it. Meaning we're packing into 36 hours, 50 plus speakers. Uh, and they're on the website. You can check out who's coming. You can kind of see your peers or people you don't know yet. Get a, get a little bit uh, of info about them. Click through to their, their social profiles. Learn a little bit about those. So if you're coming or if you're wondering whether or not you should come, that speaker place is a really good place to, uh, to, to check out. Um, just kind of the thoughts that, that are going to be ruminating around a SotoCon. Legit, legit, legit. We spent like half of the day yesterday on other people's podcasts, which was insanely fun. It was insane. so much fun. Spent so much time with our friend Glenn Pash, Jason Harris. Um, and it's neat for other people to ask you questions based on what their perspective is and what they're hearing about you and so about good. your organization because 
we realized like we should talk about some of this stuff more if people are comp- like what exactly are you doing right if if you're listening to the show then you already know but there's a lot of confusion about uh, what we're doing and uh, we're trying to clear that up every day one of the things we're doing at a SotoCon is having something called dealers pitching vendors right it's the reverse game where dealers are going to have yeah. a moment to pitch the things that they wish were solved to a whole a whole audience of industry partners and we're hoping that through do, doing that, it starts conversation and collaboration to solve those problems. And we think it's going to be the synthesis of some problems, uh, the solutions to the problems that exist in automotive that dealers just haven't had an opportunity to communicate large part. I don't know if that's ever been done before, and we don't know what problems are even going to be presented. But if you're a dealer and you have a problem that you wish was solved, shoot it to us. Email crew, C-R-E-W, at asotu.com. I really wish someone would fix X, Y, or Z, or X, Y, and Z, and uh, we'll throw it in the mix for dealers pitching vendors at asotocon.com. Thank you, Chris Reeves. What a genius idea. Was it his idea? No. <laughs> it wasn't no. his idea. He this is a crowdsourced idea, crowdsourced so I, idea. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, That's so good. Uh, I think Let's we need get to- into it. Let's go. Uh, are we putting like a timer on you, a tick, tick bomb, like so you can roll through all of these things? Like okay. if we had a timer, we would throw it, but- Let's just let's just act like there's a timer and Paul can't take it. No, you can take a breath. You're allowed to do it. Okay, so I'm going to. There are a lot of things happening, and so we're just going to hit the bullets and then just pull them all together and time down with a a, as pretty of a knot as we possibly can for you. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll shoot the bullets, and then you have to shoot the commentary. Okay. Starting yesterday. Ding! The Fed increased rates by 0.75% as expected, although they said future rates may still need to go up. They said it would be appropriate to ease at a, at some point, which made investors really happy. Like, you do have to ease them at some point. I don't understand it, but it happened. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said again he does not believe we are in a recession. So I think he was been listening to Jonathan Smoke there. Uh, next bullet point. Ding! Ford revenue jumped 50%. 50, five, zero, and net income is up 19% year over year. CEO Jim Farley said the company's moving forward with purpose into the largest growth period the company has ever seen. The number of vehicles awaiting chips is 18,000. 18,000 vehicles are sitting waiting for chips. Remember, you got to lick the thumb to be put in them, as opposed to last quarter when they had 53,000 waiting for chips. That's a good sign. Next one. Ding. Penske Auto Group records the most profitable quarter ever in the history of the Penske Auto Group as their net income jumped 10%. Next one, ding. Group one reported the highest revenue and gross profit ever last year or last quarter due to largely acquisitions because their same source sales was down 4.1%. Their same store revenue was down 4.1%. And the last one, a reported deal between Senators Chuck Schumer and the ever controversial Joe Manchin revived a $4,500 EV credit, if you remember. That credit was on the chopping block and only available to those dealers or OEMs who sold. They had a $200,000 vehicle cap on that credit. Reportedly, that cap is going to be lifted. The credit is going to be revised, giving everyone a fair playing field as we try to move into an EV future. All right, you ready for the commentary? Let me have it. (laughs) Five words. (laughs) Jonathan Smoke is the goat. 
<laughs> Look, here's the thing. We we heard this last Friday, and we everybody was anticipating yesterday. And from all of the Q2 reports, all of the, the talks about inflation, we saw uh, markets rebound at an epic scale. Uh, S&P and NASDAQ both up over 3%. I think the Dow was up over 1.5%. So we saw like a sharp incline in uh, just futures trading as well as real stock trading and people going, hey, look, interest rates going up and the consumer demand and uh, gross domestic, which we learned yesterday, gross domestic income staying high, uh, which is the balance uh, the balance to gross domestic product uh, is all like headed full steam ahead. So my perspective here is that one, Jonathan Smoke is the goat and two is keep pressing the gas pedal because there's a chance that we never actually touch a recession. Man, one of the one of the things he said is uh, yesterday, he goes, we've never intentionally ruined a good economy by putting it under because of a lockdown. And that's what we did. And so we don't know what it's like when you come out of a self-induced recession, which was what the pandemic kind of was. So fun stuff. So we, we couldn't just pick one of those and talk about it. We had to pick them all and talk about them. <laughs> Let's go. Just, just fancy stuff. Well, speaking of fancy stuff. Stop. Segway. Time. I'm going to you say, didn't even plan that. That I'm, was epic. I'm going to say a name. Ready? Luigi Taraborelli. That's not a fancy, He's an right? Italian pasta maker. No. no. <laughs> Actually, he is a Lamborghini executive with 21 years of experience who has worked on the Urus, the, the Huracan Coupe, the Performante, the Aventador, and other stuff. And guess who just hired him? Apple. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Man. Man. That that's amazing because Apple this is what you know. Like Apple's not going to be like we're going to put out the vehicle. Like let's just say they're going to put out a vehicle even though they've kind of been wavering back and forth on that. But you know they're not going to come out and be like hey, we'll do the vehicle that's like $25,000 accessible to everyone because that's not what they do with their phones or any product. Or their adapters or their polishing cloths. Right? Nothing. They're like only the best, literally only the best for people that purchase Apple products. And so where to go find the best? Supercars, Lamborghini. Lamborghini. So uh, they hired him a way to work on their project Titan that has been around since 2014. Uh, seen a lot of ups and downs and we're pulling the plug. We're reviving it. It seems like uh, it is getting actually a full head of steam over the last 12 to 24 months as a further indicator that the, the kind of convergence of car culture and pop culture is fully alive. I know I would almost say that 2014, you know, that the launch of the product was was really a situation of being early looks like being wrong. I think it really I is. I think so. I think you're right. Yep. They, they just yeah, didn't I, have what it took to like push they, the ball forward as far as it needed to be pushed to get to the adoption curve they needed to actually keep steam behind the product project. Well, and it's interesting because if you look at like, you know, all of the companies that came out with like MP3 players earlier than Apple mm -hmm. did um, and recognizing that that they didn't have the steam because like Dell as an MP3 company didn't make sense. And so early on, Apple as an MP3 company didn't make sense because or, or as a vehicle company, car company didn't quite make sense. But we're seeing companies like them start to 
make it acceptable mm -hmm. to touch different ecosystems and different silos. And so now I think that it's kind of commonly accepted that companies like Apple or Amazon or even Sony. car manufacturers, yeah. yeah, exactly, can can touch other silos and like people can transfer the brand recognition over to that silo. Um, and so that's, I think it's just that now the opportunity is right for them to, to jump in. And I, I, I don't have any doubt that in the next two, three years, we're, we're going to see, see Apple one. come with a full vehicle. I, I would, I would agree with that. And, uh, second that opinion, I like the, 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 um, the comparison to the MP3 situation because the other MP3 players, the reason they didn't make it thinking about it now is there was just no ecosystem to get music onto that thing easily. Yes. Right? It did yep. the same thing. You plug the headphones in and it plays Without the MP3. Enough. But Apple actually built the ecosystem and then for it to support the hardware. And oh, I see where you're headed. And, and it's, so it's <laughs> like the ecosystem exists now. So it's not, it's not, right it's almost not even silos. It's like now, like technology and culture and automotive are all on the same highway. So now it's actually, they're just getting on the highway where there's a lot of lanes. Well, and they don't have forward. to build engine technology, which is much more difficult for them. Dude, an ice engine right? is complicated. A lot of right. moving parts, a lot of suppliers. Now it's like, I don't know, I need a motor, I need a battery, I need uh, some microchips. And, and, and they're an already iPad. used to making batteries faster, less heated, and smaller. And they make which their is own what you microchips. Need. <laughs> and they make their own stuff. Like, come on. Make their own stuff. Come on, man. Come on. This is a come on, just man. Just go for man. it, Apple. Just go for it. <laughs> uh, speaking of going for it. Going for it. <laughs> Time. So major resorts around the country are now charging as much as $200 to reserve a standard lounge chair by the pool. And in a lot of cases, actually, the chair is as expensive as the room. Think about that for a second. So due to high travel demand and willingness of guests to reserve preferred experiences and spend the money on that, Many resorts across the country are you know, giving guests the option. Do you want to reserve a pool chair by the pool? The Bellagio in Vegas, 200 bucks. The uh, you know, MGM's other hotel, Excalibur, 125 bucks. The JW Marriott in Arizona, $150. And basically what you get is, is like several levels of chairs. Some have a little cushion on them. We're not talking about luxury cabanas here. And you get, at some places, a little bit of a mix of different amenities. Like you get a towel, but you get a towel anyway. Um... You get maybe some preferred water selections, right? So maybe you get some sparkling water and uh, maybe you get some snacks that are people, 150, 200 bucks. You doing that? Unbelievable. I'm not, I'm not a chance, not a chance on God's. This is, this is my expectation of what's happening right now, right? Somewhere a dealer's like, come on, people. We're working hard in the showroom every day. You're buying chairs and cabanas. <laughs> right, right, you're arguing over three bucks a like, month on literally a some, Yeah, someone's <laughs> over here just like swiping their desk off. What is this? What is wrong with this world? And then you've got, you know, then you've got some cars.com executives and they're like logging into Slack. Like, is everyone green today? Call a meeting right now. Right, right. See where they're at. See where they're at. <laughs> you're a luxury chair. Let's, you know, so they, they are... I think it expresses a few things. So number one, that hospitality and like the concierge economy in general 
there's there's some headroom and there's some room to grow. Like kudos on them of figuring yeah. out what was valuable and building a system or deploying a system much like you would make an open table reservation, reserving a chair, right, for some level of convenience and priority on your trip. So that that's cool. Like I'm excited they do this, that, right? And the market me, decides. Yes, this to me is the smarter execution of what BMW tried to do with heated seats. Is right? that true? Did you debunk that? You said it might be fake. Well, so it's not fake, but but the way that people perceived BMW's communication was wrong. And gotcha. so I actually, if you go to my LinkedIn, you can see BMW's Twitter thread on it. Uh, so you can go back and, and listen to that. But it's just the communication pathway kind of got skewed through the media. Uh, although it's still not all sunshine. I don't believe roses, that. I can tell you that. I don't believe sure. that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But um, so it's, it's like that because it's like if I go to a hotel and I'm going to go to the pool, I would expect that at the pool, I can go sit on a chair and that I wouldn't need to pay money for that chair unless I'm, well, I, w- I will say like at a beach, you go pay for the chairs on the beach, right? Because you got to tip the people and, and the people that set them up. But so you wouldn't expect that. But what they did is they elevated that experience and gave an access that wasn't, that wasn't previously allowed, like just there naturally. And so I think it's the, it's, you know, it's a, it's a hard, you know, it's an, a hard cost instead of like a software thing, similar to a heated seat where you expect it to be there, but they raised the level of, of opportunity or access by, by, by charging for this. So um, I just think it's a better level of execution of what a BMW tried to do a couple of weeks ago with the heated seats. Oh, interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, when you have kids, if you have multiple people, it gets expensive quick. Um, yeah, they're trying to make the experience great. People are paying for it. Guess what? If they don't want it and they don't want to pay for it, they will stop doing it. That's called free market right there. Um, you know, I think it, it is an indicator for sure of people being willing to allocate their money, right? We talk a lot about spending power and inflation and, you know, is consumer spending or consumer confidence high? Low? This definitely is an indicator that people are prioritizing their dollars on uh, some convenience, some luxury, some uh, prioritization to kind of like bring down the anxiety all over, right? Coming out of the pandemic, people traveling, yep. people doing their thing, and they're willing to spend on that. So um, if you got it and that's what you would prioritize, go for it. It's just a little bit new and a little bit shocking, but that's okay. If you don't want to pay for the chair, you can still get one. You just have to get there before everybody else so you can put your towel on. You know, before we wrap, I just want to say, like, we kind of went all over the place from a news perspective today. And sometimes tying things down to the way that you do business and why you're doing business with your people, um, whether you're in dealership or an industry partner, an OEM listener, uh, or outside of the automotive industry is a little bit tough. Yep. Um, but you can contextualize some of these things in how to communicate to your people what's going on in in larger perspectives like what what's the outlook and what do they need to be prepared for so recognizing that apple might come out with something that that's a whole nother thing that everybody in culture is paying attention to and that people are going to be want, want to be aware of so leaning into the education with your team recognizing that people are paying for access and experience and so if there is some level of access or experience that you can give your people your customers access to and monetize that then then work to do that find those inroads to revenue yep. uh, so there's always ways to tie it down and those are just a couple quick ways um, but make sure you're not just kind of accepting the news and moving on take what we're saying and and tie it down to something that you can practically work on in your business because that's what that's why we want to deliver this to you every single day i love that you wrapped it up like that we want you to keep your head up But we also want you to keep your hands to the ground, keep your feet nimble, keep being ready to move and understanding your consumer. And if we all do that, 
We're all going to be just fine.